Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. KFI AM640, you're listening to The John and Ken Show on demand on the iHeartRadio app. Hello. Hello. I like to sometimes uh, just check my spam folder, often as we're just coming on the air because I'm just seeing if anything's going on. And uh, I got one for an erectile drink. Do you want me to share it with you? An erectile drink? Yes. It says red tonic triggers, uh, well, I think I can read the rest. <laughs> oh, but the, but the, uh, the proof, 93% of men over 50 uh, apparently have uh, had success by drinking this uh, erectile drink. So, I mean, it's usually pills, right? It is usually pills. Yeah, this is a drink. <laughs> Are you going to tell them? <laughs> I, Ken, I was just telling John off the air that I got an email from a listener saying that he heard my uh, my erectile dysfunction ad. Or <laughs> it's well, not played an on KFI like two weeks I, ago. I know, but he, out heard of nowhere. It, he heard it in Huntsville, Texas on a country station. 
I know. So this commercial is being played all over the country. I did not get paid enough for that commercial. Let me just tell you. Erectile deficient men all across the nation must be Mm. responding to you. Mm. Is that that ad? It's my lovely voice. What can I say? Been playing for years. Does it work better if you take the pills and listen to you doing the commercial at the same time? Probably. Really get the men uh, hyped. I think so. That's why I suspect. Especially when I use my sexy voice, not my news voice. (laughs) Oh, show us your sexy voice right now. Hey guys. (laughs) Come on. (laughs) What are you doing tonight? (laughs) Oh, I'd pay you 10 bucks to do the news like that. (laughs) I don't know if I'd be allowed. It would be fun, though. (laughs) Even one of the the, the quarter hour update, just a little. You could uh, work with all those 800 President Biden said. (laughs) (laughs) Just pick out a fun story. Don't do anything where people die. Right, right. Yeah. The guys uh, in Huntsville are going nuts over you then. I I, I guess. Yeah. Huntsville, Texas. Okay. Huntsville, Texas. I've yeah. heard of Huntsville, Alabama. I've never heard of Huntsville, Texas. It's, it's even small smaller. Place. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's the iHeartRadio app, I guess, right? Well, he also listens to no, we- the John and Ken show and the Gary and Shannon show on the iHeartRadio app, but he said he heard it on a country radio station. Oh, that's right. The country radio yeah. station. Yeah. It's played on Alt 98.7, too. Morgan sent me a clip of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm famous wow. for that. Uh, well, I hope little... you're getting big residuals. I'm not. That's what I was saying. <laughs> oh, it was a one-time not. thing? Yes. Yes. Oh, so so I, I, I blew it. Yes, you did. <laughs> oh, God. Well... <laughs> well, no wonder it does oh, so well. <laughs> Great. I told you, John, things just fly out of my mouth. I have no control. <laughs> That's not making it better. It's like the clip Kill John sent today. John sent us all a clip of some weather caster who yes. uh, also made quite a flub. <laughs> that was good. Yeah. We got to get of her. a sexual nature. We got to yeah. get her to go viral. They, it's not that hard. Me? We're getting, yes. we're getting close. I yeah. don't think Robin Bertolucci would like her news person to go viral regarding a, a sexual something or other. No, but the, the best we got was you, you glad some guy died. Remember that? We had no, that. Oh, I wasn't. Well. Yes. Yeah. 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 Some guy who apparently. A I hunter. Guess he was a hunter. Yes. If you keep denying it, Eric's just going to keep playing. No, yeah. I, I'm glad that that guy was, was shot to death. <laughs> okay, that's that's called editing, and so you 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 no need no to no know. you was not editing. No, it's right. not. It's, it's called out of context. Out of context and editing. But that's an exact. Yes. He didn't edit anything. Uh-huh. He said well, that he, word okay, for word. He but he edited. He didn't. He didn't play the whole. The whole yeah, thing. So it was out of context. Okay, that's fine. Right. Out of context. You know what? I'm glad that that guy was was shot to death. <laughs> I don't know what other interpretation there could be. Uh, Maybe a hunter that goes and kills innocent animals in a brutal way. Uh-huh. That was what the story was about. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. Okay. Yeah, we'll just keep playing it without telling people that for <laughs> the rest of the show. Uh, good news. Uh, oh, we got a lot to do today. We do have a hack. It should be hacks. Let me look into this. For the dumpster coming later on, uh, we have recruited, of course, the usual mob members. But, John, the French are back as the French are now in the streets fighting the increase in the retirement age in that country. So they have taken to the streets in a nice, loud manner. They're going to come back and join the mob and uh, help us throw these packs in the dumpster. I don't understand that French protest at all. Completely escapes me. Because I, I saw the video. It's, it's mostly young people. Yes. Well, I, they don't want to have to work until they're 64. Who thinks about that? Uh, European socialists, I, I they just, have a whole different mindset. Than but you. at that young age, you have that much anger. I mean, they arrested, didn't they arrest like thousands of people today? 
I don't know. I didn't look at today's news on it. So, because it was one of the one of the top stories I heard on the network news driving in. The uh, other big story, of course, is that John can now dismantle his bunker because Vladimir Putin is going to be arrested. The International Criminal Court has issued an arrest warrant for President Vladimir Putin of Russia. War crimes in Ukraine. So any moment now, we're going to get the breaking news that he's been taken into custody and the war is over. Am I being a little bit Do you know uh, what, optimistic? Whatever that agency is that issued the arrest warrant. The ICC, the International Criminal Court. They don't have a police force. No. They don't have anybody to show up with the warrant that uh, owns a gun. Well, they're based in the Hague, Netherlands. So what would happen, I mean, eventually, perhaps, if, let's say, they overthrow the Russian government, the Russians do, and Putin flees or something? Oh, well, it would have gets, to be. If he gets caught somewhere, then they'd probably, they could take him to that court. Right. Right. But it, it, they're not going to go looking for him. You no, know, there's nobody going to arrest him just, physically. No. 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 <laughs> It would just have to fall in their favor that he comes into. I mean, think about the Nazi just, war criminals who were chased after World War II. It's kind of like that. A lot of those guys got away. Uh, I, I guess they did. I right? think there's a couple still alive in Argentina. <laughs> still like 110? Or 110, yeah. <laughs> They're still doing sal the salute every day. Uh, this was over uh, kidnapping Ukrainian children and taking them to Russia. Uh. was the main reason, the unlawful abduction and deportation of children right. from Ukraine to so, Russia. So the rest of the war was was legal, okay? Was yeah, didn't we hear part? about all the civilians that were killed and all the other war crimes? But he, I guess they just went for this one first. I, I think he may be the greatest murderer of the uh, 21st century. Mostly his own people, too. Mostly his own people, and his own people just stand there and let him destroy an entire generation of young men. Well, because they're committed to the cause. The cause they, of what? They want to free Ukraine from the Nazis. <laughs> You're still not buying that? It's not you a know. free country. Yeah. And we, what he does, he uses pro-Russian sentiment in Ukraine to make his own people believe everyone's like that. Because uh, there are parts of Ukraine that are very pro-Russian, as we know. They're, obviously, they've taken we, over some parts we, of the country, but even imagine, before the war, there were. Who cares? Like, That's I'm, why uh, we have a hack in a dumpster. Well, I mean, That's the origins of it. It was know, a parliament member who was too pro-Russian, so the Ukrainians threw him in the dumpster. He is Ukrainian. They threw him in the dumpster. Yeah, I, I, I just don't get any of these emotions. All these European emotions you're listing, whether it's the French and their retirement age 30 years from now. I know Everything perplexes you these days. They do, well, human nature perplexes me because I ask why, and nobody explains why. But these stories I just that we hear do things don't represent all the sentiment that's out there. It's just some of what's going on. You make it sound like, oh, the whole world's gone mad. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, we <laughs> we got more coming up. Johnny you still Kim haven't Kim told me why. KFI M640. We're live everywhere. The IR Radio app. Keep asking why, and there's never any answers. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM640. Later on in the show, we'll bring back the moist line after a two-week, I like the word hiatus, and we also have a hack for the dumpster in the 3 o'clock hour. Story that's coming back today because apparently they made a big media show of it, that being Newsom, is the makeover at San Quentin, John. We're going to turn it into a high-end hotel for the really nasty, violent murderers. Alex Stone is covering that story, and... Uh, it made news a couple of days ago, and we talked about it, but today's the big day where Newsom, I think, wanted to introduce it to the press, what they're going to do with San Quentin uh, to turn it into a Scandinavian-style mm -hmm. prison, well, which 
That only I mean, works. I, you have to house it with Scandinavians, otherwise it's not going to work. I, also, since we're letting all the prisoners out, why spend any more money on redoing the prisons? You're just letting them out anyway. You are down to 95,000 prisoners. Union contracts. Oh. You, sure. That's, that's what everything is. <laughs> all these projects are to give jobs to uh, union people who uh, donate money to the campaigns. That's everything. Let's... Listen to a story by my favorite Los Angeles local television news name, John Cobelt. Just the name. Uh, Fox 11 has done a story on something we've been following. We actually threw this councilman in the dumpster a couple of weeks ago. Hugo Soto Martinez just got elected. Uh, he replaced Mitchell Farrell on the Los Angeles City Council. He is a Democrat socialist, which means he's basically a communist, whatever you want to call it. He really would like to overthrow a lot of the way we do things in the United States. And one of the first things he talked about, which is why he went to the dumpster, is taking the fence down at Echo Park Lake. A couple of years ago, that was one of our big stories. That place got overrun by hundreds of vagrants camping out. It was disgusting and unsafe. I still can't forget when they tested the water in the lake, how disgusting they found it. Oh, yeah. Full um, of dis fecal bacteria and they, stuff. They, they found... They it could have been birds, though. It could have been birds, I heard, right? No, it wasn't birds. They had over 200 homeless people that were taking dumps in the lake. That's what it was. <laughs> or dropping their pail full of urine. And yeah, that's, yeah. That, that, was, that was the uh, sewage system for the vagrants. I mean, if you're lying on your tent or your tarp uh, a few feet yeah. away from the lake, you don't want to get up and poop in the lake. You just poop in a box and then just throw it in there later. I right, guess. right. But you, you, you can only live in your tent with so much poop. So <laughs> you got you got, you got to go to the lake one way or the other. So we threw Hugo in the dumpster, but he did say... We should have thrown him in the lake. That Oh, that would have been great. You're right, into Echo Park Lake with in, the feces. Into Echo Park Poop Lake, yeah. And then test his bacteria levels. <laughs> he said he would have a town hall meeting before he moved on the next step. What a, uh, This guy is such a bizarre fanatic. He's filled with all kinds of sicko ideas. And the whole that whole section of L.A., everybody is just too timid there. I don't know what they're scared of. He's just a, a, a silly socialist whack job. Well, we have the report about what happened with last night's town hall meeting. And here is my favorite reporter name, Coco McAboy. At El Centro del Pueblo in Echo Park. I'm hoping to make changes. An emotional town hall meeting with residents voicing concerns about safety at Echo Park Lake if the fence comes down. The meeting was held specifically for Spanish speakers. He says, we want you to show us that you're in control and will keep a safe space in Echo Park like we deserve. That resident speaking directly to newly elected council member Hugo Soto Martinez, who campaigned on removing the fence at Echo Park Lake and won. What fences have been for, for historically for years, they're, they're band-aids. The fence was put up around the iconic lake after a large encampment with more than 180 people was dismantled. The removal effort was met with large protests that ended with crews closing the park. 35 tons of toxic and human waste was cleaned up. The fence has been up ever since, and residents say the park has changed. Return back to what it was prior to the encampments, and it's such a thriving opportunity, you know. A fence does not divide people. The council member believes the fence needs to come down eventually, but this time. If someone does show up at the park because for whatever 
whatever got them to be unhoused, then we're going to have the team and ready to, to lead with the services so that make sure that person gets into housing as soon as possible. Yeah. But pointing to the encampment right outside of the meeting, some residents have doubts. We feel powerless. We're You're afraid not. that this new administration is not listening to the community, but they're not uh, moving an agenda. Resident Sada agrees. She says it's for safety because we were not able to go there in peace. We were afraid because there were a lot of bad things going on there. But not everyone shares that view. He says I lived at the park for almost a year and I am here because I want to represent the unhoused community because there's an idea that everyone unhoused are criminals. But he says there was a time when they were like everyone else and they didn't get help. I want to be able to bring people together on this very polarizing issue. There is no exact date for the fence to come down yet, but residents hope when it does, their concerns will be heard. There are real issues here that need to be addressed. And there will be no. another town hall meeting held on Saturday for English speakers. Oh, that should be better. I like the way Yuko <laughs> Soto Martinez has two town hall meetings, one for people speaking Spanish and then the one coming up. With yeah. Right. But you notice a lot of the Spanish speakers, those are residents of the community too. They'd like the fence. Did you get that? Well, of course The only they one do. she put in there that was in favor of bringing the fence down was some guy who was homeless living there. Well, people should know that nobody's denied access to the park during the day. The fence works at night because they can lock it. They could chain it up and keep the vagrants out because the vagrants would go there at night and settle in and take root. What did we learn? That a lot of the people that live around that lake apparently are immigrants. And they live in like apartment buildings and don't have a yard or any place, any green space. So they were going there until the until the vagrants took over. And now we're hearing well, them at this town hall meeting because the fence was making it safer to go there again with their kids and if, the clean lake. If they're citizens, how many of them voted for this kook? Well, Hugo Soto Martinez. I mean, who the hell would vote for him? I mean, he was, he was nobody up, voted. I should take a look at the vote. He was up I'm against sure was uh, he was up against the old knucklehead there, the uh, cruise ship dancer. Yeah, Mitchell Farrell. He, yeah, who's who's an idiot? But this guy is 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 an idiot squared. No, and his first priority is to bring the fence down. With all the problems probably in his district, this is his first priority. I want to bring to, the fence to, to make down. life to destroy the park again. Hugo Soto Martinez is is going to destroy that park for a second time. How many millions did we spend cleaning that up? How many tons of garbage and human waste did she say that they collected? How foul was that lake? I can't believe this guy ran on a platform to bring uh, all the fecal waste back to Echo Park Lake. And Let's refill that. the lake with everyone's human waste. That's it. That's his mission. And his BS in there. We're going to have uh, uh, outreach oh, teams yeah. there. So if any homeless person tries to yeah. come and camp in the park, we're going to find out why they're unhoused and we're going to take them for services. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, right. Like the lady said, why, why is there an encampment outside, right outside the park then? Why is that? Oh, oh there is one? Yeah, yeah, it was mentioned in the uh, in the story there. Yeah, they, they were pointing at the encampment. Uh, That's what they the were worried about—that the vagrants would just camp right around well, of outside course. the park, right? Because you have to constantly and in the neighborhood you and have to constantly chase them out. You're not fixing these people. You are not fixing these people. They're drug addicts, mental patients, the ones that are living outdoors. Drug oh. addicts, mental patients. There's no fixing that. There's no program, and you can't force them to go to one anyway. The hell? No. I mean, I mean, well, I, honestly, are, are these people all like five years old? 
we told you a couple of weeks ago about a nonprofit that runs these hotels on Skid Row in downtown Los Angeles. It's gone bankrupt. Uh, Skid Row Housing Trust, 29 buildings they own. Mm. There's an update on the story because one of the reasons they're going bust is they can't do the upkeep on these hotels. They were formerly hotels and then they've been turned into, quote, homeless residential housing. And the vagrants keep destroying the apartments. Well, yeah, there's a, there's a more detail on it that the El Segundo Times just published today about uh, these horrible buildings and uh, why this is another failure, especially if you're going to put all the homeless people together in one building. Oh, my God, that's a recipe for disaster. John and Ken, KFI, AM640, live everywhere, the iHeartRadio app. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM640. We're on from 1 to 4. Which means we're on between one oh five p.m. and about just around 4 o'clock. Uh, if you can't listen live, you can always access the podcast. Go to KFIAM640.com or use the iHeartRadio app, and they're posted up there all three hours, not long after we finish up at 4 o'clock. Well, we have kind of confirmed this story, and we thought this was going to happen. Apparently, a Santa Monica City employee acting as an ambassador was stabbed when they tried to rouse an individual sleeping in the area of Palisades Park. Oh, no. Yeah, this happened. That's, uh, the other... We go for our walks every day there. Well, uh, it happened near the Santa Monica Beach. Uh, oh. Police responded to a report 8.15 in the morning. This is a Wednesday, I guess. An ambassador. Uh, near the, uh, do you know where the Camera Obscura building is, Palisades Park? No, I don't know that. Okay. Well, that's where this, supposedly this happened. Uh, when they got there, they found the victim been stabbed in the upper torso. Uh, Eight fifteen in the morning. Yes, I mean seriously. My wife and I take anywhere from three to five walks a week through that park. Well, they have detained Alan Cranford Barna, age forty. He fled the area, but they tracked him down. And uh, we were afraid of this, especially now with the Metro. Yeah, you, no, you How many get, are they dispatched? Like a thousand ambassadors or something for the trains and subways? Yeah, you, need, you need the police to do this. What is wrong? What is wrong with, with everybody? Oh, no. No, John. Homeless I, people aren't violent. Yeah. All you're out there to do is to try to say, hey, you can't sleep here. Yeah, there's plenty of them. And I'm sure violent. the homeless person will say, that's fine. You're right. I should leave. Uh, here, here's a message from the real world. Plenty of them are violent. Plenty of them have uh, criminal records uh, and are mental patients and uh, have bad drug addictions. That's the real world, not this I, fantasy world. You couldn't pay most people enough to do that ambassador job. That's what? hard to believe anybody would want to do that. Stabbed in the chest. Stabbed in the chest. Well. All right. So now we go. All right, now let's move over to the Skid Row in downtown Los Angeles. We had mentioned a couple of weeks ago, the El Segundo Times did a story about a nonprofit that was running into severe financial trouble. Imagine that. They're running into severe financial trouble because they housed homeless people in old hotels. How could that happen? I, I, I'm as shocked as SVB going up. <laughs> Silicon Valley Bank. Uh, Skid Row Housing Trust. They own 29 buildings. They've been at it for more than 30 years, but for a while at the beginning, uh, basically whoever was owning the hotels was running things, but they pulled out like years ago. Oh, can you imagine? Since then. 30 years ago, there was hardly a homeless issue. Yes, that's correct. And uh, I think after seven or eight years, the original owners who I guess part of the agreement was they would stay around and maintain the buildings, they pulled out. So now it's been left up to this nonprofit to maintain the buildings. 
and uh, it's disgusting. And the story uh, by Doug Smith, the degraded state of the Sanborn Hotel apartments is apparent from the sidewalk. Holes have been smashed in the wire-reinforced windows of its front doors. One of the latches doesn't work. The building is open to intruders who roam the halls at night, turning doorknobs, trying to get into open apartments. Inside, a rancid smell permeates the hallways. Oh. Begging for Lysol, he writes. Oh. The manager's office is dark and empty. Residents say it's, it has been since the last occupant left last summer. <laughs> In bathroom number two on the second floor, there's no water in the toilet, but plenty of human waste. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and God, and and this is what our tax money goes for. Yeah, this yeah. is funded by, yeah. I guess, by LA City Money. Yes, it does. The nonprofit gets this money to house the homeless because it's uh, under the Los Angeles Housing Department. Is this what uh, Mayor Bassetti wants? Is uh, tons of more of these type of hotels that are uh, decrepit well, this and disgusting is what, and unsafe? This is where they're putting uh, the homeless that they claim to be getting off the streets. They're putting them in these ancient, dilapidated hotels. I know. I'm but, afraid of this story, though, because I think they're going to look at this and say, see, we can't do this. We've got to spread the homeless out into communities. So we only have a couple living next door to John Cobalt. Stuff no, like that. no, that's not going to happen. You can't have a high-rise full of homeless. It'll be destroyed. <laughs> no, these that's hotels, not going to happen. These hotels... They're, they're going to lease the house next to you. <laughs> the, uh, the, 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 these hotels are over 100 years old. The Sanborn was opened in 1908. They have tiny rooms, common bathrooms, and kitchens. That's how they built hotels back then. Not a whole lot of people traveled. Right. And so they didn't put money into... Uh, an apartment or a, or, or a room having its own bathroom, right? And uh, uh, they're disgusting. They're, they're obviously they're 110 years old. Yes, and of course they got the rah rah statement from the trust's interim chief executive and chief of staff. I mean, we want that job permanently. Did you Joanne yeah. Cordero. We continue to focus on transitioning our properties to providers who are willing and able to provide ongoing housing and services to our residents. Blah, blah, We're inspired blah. by our staff working We're... tirelessly. Oh, God. <laughs> I can't stay. Why does everyone talk like that now? Why don't they say, hey, we're broke. We're bankrupt. We're out of money. We don't have any employees who care anymore. Can't even get a manager to run that building. But we, I think we can't she... afford to pay one. She is the one that in the last El Segundo Time story did admit that our problem is some of the homeless people are trashing the rooms well, two, yeah. three times over. Yes. She did admit that. Well, they, Because they're like, well, what's wrong here? Well, we can't afford to keep paying to renovate the rooms. They're getting destroyed over it, and over again. It, it, it's the truth. Be because, again, I, I sound like broken records, but when you have psychotics and drug addicts uh, living in these hotels exclusively, what are you going to get? They're going to have some kind of episode and and destroy the place. That's what they're doing. And they're leaving all their human waste behind. Uh, they that talked to Jerry and Jovan Banks, who's lived in the building since 2016. This should sound familiar. There was a desk clerk when he moved in. There wasn't a lot of foot traffic. You felt safe. Now it's bad. It's the bad to the point where I do not feel safe. So you can see, John, what we've been talking about the last six or seven years. Yeah. The uptick, thanks to Mayor Yoga Pants and Prop, four, and Prop 47 and mm -hmm. all that stuff has made things so much worse with the problem that the worst of the worst vagrants are being thrown into this hotel and they're, they're trashing the place and they're thieves. Right. So, uh, I mean, better better they're dragged off the streets, not that these people stay inside their, their apartments all day. I mean, they probably spend the day wandering around, buying their drugs and screaming in the streets, but uh, I guess at night they're supposed to go to bed there. Here's the number, 13.
19 of the Sanborns' 41 units have been declared uninhabitable mm-hmm. by the housing authority of the city of L.A. after tenants left. Okay. Uninhabitable. It's not, oh, it's it's a little dirty. <laughs> it's not, it's not, we got to vacuum the It's not like you carpet. lose your security deposit. Hey, that's, that's right. Oh, we got to just unclog the toilet and vacuum the carpet. Maybe <laughs> Maybe some paint. No, uninhabitable. No. Can you no, imagine? There's probably what? poop embedded in the walls. And- <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Uh, yeah. Residents say they've had little contact with case managers. Some tenants cause problems for others. On the third floor behind a door wedged open with a roll of toilet paper, a young man stared up from a mattress on the floor, unable to cross his tiny room through a waist-high pile of items with a bike on top. Okay. it's ex- they, they take their outdoor office, their tent office, and they just bring it indoors. Right, but but it, it, it is the same psychotic behavior because their brains don't function anymore. You imagine having waist high pile of garbage with a bike on top, and you can't find your way out of your mattress. They got twenty nine of these buildings. The Dewey Hotel apartments. Apparently, uh, the roof uh, oh is full of mold. Fire broke out on the second floor. Yeah, they're, they're, so they had to move the twenty-two people into other buildings. They're abandoned slum buildings. That's what they are. They are, and, and I, like I said, if you're going to crowd a bunch of homeless people hey, together in a building, it's well, just not going to work out. Yeah, right. And what 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 has this uh, uh, Skid Row Housing Trust? What have they done with all the uh, all the tax money and all the donation money that they've well, got? Spending it on renovations. Yeah, uh, yeah. Or or there's something uh, funny going on. Maybe they don't have the money available anymore. Maybe, they're, not, they're not spending maybe, it on security because people are saying that the manager's not yeah. even at that building anymore yeah, at the Sanborn. I think an audit would be very entertaining. But you're right, John. These buildings are over 100 years old, so they're antiquated. No, this is, this is, and and this, this is what Bassetti was... Oh, I see. Was, they do have common bathrooms, right? Because these are old yeah. hotel models. Can you imagine? This is what Bassetti's bragging about, though. She and her silly spokesholes are bragging about putting... Uh, homeless people lately into, into, into these hotels. Yeah, these, these kinds of hotels. Which right. is going to be good for a couple of months until they uh, destroy all the furniture and leave piles of feces all over the all over the room. Then what? The story ends with one tenant said, the other day I went to the trash chute. I opened the door. There was somebody inside the room. They were hitting the pipe because they were smoking crack or something. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. All right, a lot of show to come, but if you can't listen to these three hours live, well, if you are right now, I guess you, well, maybe you can't stay with the show all three hours. You can always pick up the podcast at KFIAM640.com and also on the iHeartRadio app. Everything's put up there not long after we finish up the show at 4 o'clock, and we will finish up the show with the Moist Line. That'll be the last thing we do coming up at the end of the 3 o'clock hour here on KFI. Next hour, more phoniness from the Los Angeles County District Attorney, George Gascon. Find out what move he made, which, again, makes him a complete hypocrite when it comes to what he is doing to destroy the criminal justice system in the county of Los Angeles. No, we haven't talked about in a while, John, is uh, our beloved vice president, Kamala Harris, and a neighbor of John Cobelt's. That's right. On the west side. Yeah. Not that far away. He ran into her in the grocery store famously years ago after she lost her uh, primary or gave up running for president. That's right. When she surrendered. Uh, Lost her primary. She only got like 2% of the vote or something. (laughs) Yeah, I think she dropped out before the uh, primaries began. Before the, yeah, she did drop out. Well, because everyone saw She was in a debate, though, wasn't she? She was she was because she challenged Biden on uh, race or something. And she was so bad that uh, she had 2% and. She doesn't right, even... but but supposedly he he looked at her that day and thought this is the person I want. You don't believe that story? 
Biden said, no, she's strong and she challenged no, me, you uh, know, busing and stuff like that. He no. had maybe three choices because he said it was going to be a black woman. And yeah. there's only so many uh, black women who have risen high enough in politics. So, yeah, Kamala Harris had Karen Bass was the second choice. And I think there was one uh, politician from Florida. Who uh, must be a black woman, too. Yeah, black woman, too. Right, because that was his determination. Yeah, no, there was was only a handful of people uh, that you could plausibly stretch. Why not Maxine Waters? She's 95 years old. Oh, I thought she was younger than Biden. No, maybe she's not. No, I think she's actually older than Biden. She's older than Biden. (laughs) I know Pelosi's older than Biden, but (laughs) she just wears a wig, so you can't tell. (laughs) We really need a new wave of people. Don't we? Oh, how many years have you been on KFI? They're still there. <laughs> I mean, I, the same hacks we talk about. I know. Uh, local government changes a bit. State government changes a bit. But, man, the federal government, that's yeah. a lifetime job, isn't it? Yeah, no term limits. It's that's like being the, a Supreme Court judge. I know. I'm ensconced. Well, anyway, uh, the vice president uh, showed up at an NCAA basketball game with the second gentleman. I know you love it when we say that, the oh, second he, gentleman. By the way, he's a wiener. I heard him talking the other day. Oh, yeah? Uh, he had some opinion. He was blowing his mouth off. I forgot what it was. Doug but, Emhoff. He's yeah. a lawyer, isn't he? Yeah, he's a lawyer. He's a wiener. Uh, okay. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> the location is Des Moines, Iowa, where her alma mater, she's an alma mater of Howard University which everyone now has to refer to as an HBCU. If you see that term, it means historically black college and university. Right? I always see that now with references to uh, talking about colleges. She went to Howard. Uh, she has a Bachelor of Arts in Political Science and Economics back in the 80s. So she showed up in a suite at the Wells Fargo Arena yesterday to see her team take on one of the powerhouses, the Kansas Jayhawks, and they got blown out. There's a report, and I guess we don't have the audio, that when they put her face on the big screen, there were boos. Yes, there were a lot of boos. The article points out, though, the, that the, the, Iowa was won by Trump and probably not a friendly place. The uh, Associated Press says the boos outweighed the cheers. Okay. <laughs> but you're in Kansas, so. Right? Did they play what? in Kansas? Where did they play? No, no, no. Iowa. Des Moines, Iowa. Iowa. Oh, same thing. Uh, yeah, there were probably a lot of Kansas people there. I, I've been, no, I've been to Kansas and Iowa. It's exactly the same place. Uh, it's the same place. And you wanted to move to Nebraska, too, so we're waiting for that day to come. Oh, I could Did, easily. Didn't you say you were obsessed with Omaha? You found it to be an incredible place? Omaha is incredibly pleasant. The people in the Midwest are very pleasant. They're very large, but they're very they're very. How would nice. they put up with you, then? Uh, probably they'd ask me to leave. Yeah, Yeah, you're too opinionated. Yeah. Yeah, but there'd be... Although a, not in public, you're not. Just there, if you've got a radio show there. There'd be a lot fewer things to set me off there. Hmm. Well, uh, apparently uh, she had a little statement to make after her team got blown out by Kansas. Here's part of it. You guys so good. You played hard. You played to the very last second. You made all us bison so, so proud. You showed the world who bison are. What? You know, I was at Howard back in the day where we were just happy that there was a game. <laughs> Much less getting to this place. She's bad. Right? And I see bison literally all over the world. And we've been talking about you, this team. <laughs> you make us so proud. So I know you may not be feeling great right now, okay? But know who you are. 
You are excellence. <laughs> they lost by 28. What? Did she talk to them? So, like, but they played right to the end. She talked to them like... They could have walked off the court. Sometimes like, teams are down by 20, just say, hey, we quit. Like they were eight years old, though. That's how she speaks that, in public all the time. They, you, We've played so many of these but, clips. Remember the space program and the electric buses? But she always speaks to people as if they're little children. I know. She you sounds like a excellent. preschool teacher. Us bisons. I've met bisons all over the world. Yeah, that's their nickname, the Howard Bisons. <laughs> you are excellent. <laughs> this is like a gibberish class. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't really... <laughs> What's Doesn't wrong she with have her? Somebody that can take her aside and tell her that you know this kind of well, weird, childish enthusiasm you have is embarrassing. Maybe that's, that's her, how she speaks. Is that who she is? Well, or, that's her way of trying to amp people up. She mean, talks in that but, little but, girl no, voice. Nobody does like that. she's talking have, to a child. Have you ever? Met, Would you all like a treat now? Have you ever met a professional woman who does that? The only I have time, not. The only well, time I mommies. No. In the park, yes. and Jimboree teachers talk like that. You are excellence. <laughs> I think if you ever had one of these inspirational, motivational speakers come in, sometimes they can be like that. Maybe they don't sound as childish. They, they usually the have like to a, get you amped no, up and excited. They have a kick-ass delivery. If if they're doing motivation, they're not yeah. doing patting you on the head. You're seven years old, and it's like you're really worth something. Here, you're going to get a trophy too. But who says to a team that lost by 28 points, you were smart, you were disciplined, you put everything you had into the game? No, they, they I suck. guess what she said at the end was when she went to school there in the 80s, they didn't, uh, they didn't do very well. They, didn't, they wouldn't make hey, a tournament hey. like the NCAA. No. Well, back then, they didn't let in 112 teams either, so. <laughs> 68 <laughs> now. 68. Yeah, the first okay. four. This is, like, this is like the 68th best team in the United States. It was a number one seed versus a number 16 right, seed. Right, so. I know. Uh, it's, it's, oh, yeah, Kansas is a it's, powerhouse expected no. to go really far here. It, it, so. It's all for television money. That's why. Uh, they... <laughs> you are excellent. Howard they... University freshman forward Shy Odom praised the vice president for support. It's amazing to know we have people of such power that are affiliated with us and supporting us at the same time. Uh, They're very proud of her. Okay. Although I guess I read, I didn't read the whole thing. Maybe you did. Stephen Colbert took a shot at her this week or something like that. And now people, the progressives are mad at him. Well, One article I said was headline, he embarrassed himself. You, be, well, you, imagine, you imagine getting angry because Stephen Colbert is not left-wing enough? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, much you're not, not supposed you? to ever criticize our side. Right? It's, you know, go after Trump, go after uh, all the Republicans you can think of, but uh, never. You're not supposed to ever say anything negative. Again, th this is all behavior that you'll find in grade school, all this stuff. Yeah. Our side, their side. Oh, uh, this was Howard's first appearance since 1992 and only their third in its history. So that's what right, she was well. kind of talking about. So. All right. We got more coming up. Johnny Ken, KFI AM 640. We're live everywhere. The iHeartRadio app. Hey, you've been listening to the John and Ken Show. You can always hear us live on KFI AM 640, 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. every Monday through Friday. And, of course, anytime on demand on the iHeartRadio app. 
let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at, at First, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.